Hello, everyone. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to Page Turners, They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. Today is a day for a hot topic. This is my Tuesday show called Certain Point of View. Now, we don't have a controversial topic this time, but a hot topic. And that is the announcement of the cast of Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi. The new miniseries begins filming next month. And don't quote me on this, supposedly as six episodes. Now, that being said, let us delve into the cast. First of all, as it already been confirmed, Ewan McGregor is returning to the role of Obi-Wan. Now, it's been... By the time the series comes out, I believe it will have been 17 years since he last played Obi-Wan. So I think, more or less, you will be the right age to play an older Obi-Wan. I'll be interested to see um, like how they're going to make him up what that's going to look like. Okay. Now the next one that's a big deal is Hayden Christensen. Oh, yes, indeed. Returning as, according to StarWars.com, as Darth Vader. To what extent will we see Hayden? He'll be wearing the suit, and I assume will be voiced by James Earl Jones. My thought is you would not cast uh, Hayden if we don't see his face. So I'd be interested to know to what extent uh, we see his face. 
nonetheless, I am excited for this. I was not the biggest fan of Hayden Christensen as Anakin, particularly in Attack of the Clones. But returning, I think, might be good because if he is given good writing and good direction, I'm sure he can deliver the performance that we want to see. The director of the series will be Deborah Chow, who directed two of the best episodes of season one of The Mandalorian, chapter three and chapter seven. So nonetheless, I am excited for Hayden's return. And I think this series could do a lot to resuscitate our image of Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. And then we come to Joel Edgerton and Bonnie Peace. The two actors played Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Joel Edgerton had expressed in profanity-laced excitement that he would love to return as Uncle Owen. I'm excited to have their return. So we can maybe get some more character development of them as well as further understand Uncle Owen's bad feelings about Obi-Wan. And to give Aunt Beru some more story. Alright. So that is the returning cast. We're going to take a short break and then talk about the new cast. See you in a moment. Okay, we're back. Let us jump into the uh, the new cast. So we have Moses Ingram, who was in... Uh, Queen's Gambit as Jolene, uh, Beth's friend from the orphanage. Uh, she was quite good in that, um, in a few episodes, and definitely a very uh, vibrant personality, we'll say. Then we get the other, another uh, actress that had been announced in Deadline, and that's Indira Varma. Uh, which I mentioned on my show last week. Uh, what character she's playing, I have no idea. Could she be Hera? It's possible. She could be Hera Syndulla, but whatever. I mean, who knows? Maybe she's Obi-Wan's girlfriend. I have no idea. 
I will say Indoor Environment is very beautiful. So whatever she plays, I'm going to be happy. <laughs> and then Kumail Nanjiani. Oh. Uh, you may know him from his comedy, his stand-up, um, as well as The Big Sick, which came out a couple of years ago. The Big Sick was a semi-autobiographical film starring Camille basically as himself, with um, also starring Zoe Kazam, uh, as well as Ray Romano and uh, Ellen. Uh, oh gosh, why am I drawing a blank? Holly Hunter. That was the other one. Camille is also going to be in The Eternals, which is one of the MCU movies this year. Interesting to see that he looks like he might be going beyond comedy. Now, somebody suggested that maybe Kumail is playing Kitster Benai. Kitster was Anakin's best friend on Tatooine, who appeared in The Phantom Menace. Now, I'm not going to make expectations set in stone, but could Camille be playing older Kitster? It's possible. It would be interesting. Kitster is a fellow slave. Like Anakin was. It would be very interesting to see Kitster grown up and what his life what his life became. I mean, heck, did he buy Waddle's shop? Is he a pod racer? I have no idea. But nonetheless, Kamel could be playing an original character. As could Indra Varma. So, I don't want to say that oh, they're for sure playing characters that we already know. But I'm not putting it past that idea. Then we come to Rupert Friend. Now, I am not as familiar with Rupert Friend, but I did see him in the film The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Rupert Friend played a Nazi lieutenant, a young Nazi lieutenant who was uh, pretty evil, terribly evil. Um, a slight spoiler for the movie, but there is a scene where he beats a Jewish house servant to death. It is absolutely chilling. Could Rupert Friend be playing an Imperial officer? Considering he's already played a Nazi? Maybe. But I just want to say that he gave a great performance in The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. And that scene is perhaps the most startling moment of that movie. So Rupert Friend definitely has a 
screen presence. Be interesting to see what kind of character he plays. And then we come to O'Shea Jackson Jr. That's Ice Cube's son. In fact, O'Shea Jackson Jr. played his father in Straight Outta Compton. Yep, he played Ice Cube. An interesting choice to be in a Star Wars project. But nonetheless, a lot of people, I didn't, I did not see Straight Outta Compton. But a lot of people who did said he gave a great performance. So I'm very excited to see what he does in the Kenobi series. And then we come to Sung Kang. Sung Kang played Han in the Fast and Furious series. A character who is very central to the story in many ways. And then we get Simone Kessel, who is not an actress I'm as familiar with, and Benny Safdie, one of the Safdie brothers, who are directors. Uh, interesting that he's being an actor in this series. So that, my friends, is the cast list of Obi-Wan Kenobi. No mention was made of Liam Neeson. No mention was made of James Earl Jones. No mention was made of a young Luke, perhaps. If I'm not mistaken, James Earl Jones, that's pretty obvious. Unless, heaven forbid, itself does not permit it. He did just turn 90. <laughs> Uh, young Luke makes sense, given that we might see Uncle Owen in it. That we will see Uncle Owen in it, Rue. Uh, also, no mention of Jimmy Smith as Bail Organa. Or, you know, a young Leia, maybe. Uh, also, no, uh, the reason I bring up Liam Neeson. It's because we know from the end of Revenge of the Sith that Yoda taught Obi-Wan how to communicate with the disembodied spirit of Qui-Gon Jinn. The Clone Wars series further elaborates that Qui-Gon was learning the path to immortality, or rather the path to become a Force ghost. His training was incomplete when he was killed by Darth Maul. Thus, he could only manifest himself as a disembodied voice and not as a force ghost. However, if Liam Neeson is appearing in any form in this series, I think they would want to keep that a secret. Regardless, there is the cast list.
for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Let me know what you think. My name is Brennan Moore. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Certain Point of View. Presented by Fate's Turners They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.